Hey, Peaceniks. This is Sunday Psychedelic Spirit. Uh, This is the third one in a row where I haven't had a podcast. I apologize for taking this little break of my regular interviews. I went to New Orleans to do one with my friend Brandon, and the hangover after New Orleans kind of threw me off balance, but um, I've edited that podcast. It'll be released on Thursday. It turned out pretty good, though we were very intoxicated the whole time, and that's obvious to the listener. But um, you get to hear us all over the city. It gets a little loud and muffled in different parts, but it's just a raw podcast from me and Brandon going going all over New Orleans. That'll be released on Thursday, and then I will have one released the following week with my mom talking about, you know, what it was like raising me and, you know, the different shenanigans that happened when the police showed up at our house and stuff like that. So... Starting this Thursday, should be back to the regular podcast routine, but I'm going to keep these going every Sunday. I think these are important. It's just a little dose of spirituality with a psychedelic twist. That is what this is all about. So let's get into it. This is Sunday's Psychedelic Spirit with Aaron Akulis, brought to you by the Peace on Drugs podcast. Reading a poem by Susie Kassam. One but many, one God, many faces, one family, many races, one truth, many paths, one heart, many complexions, one light, many reflections, one world, many imperfections, one, we are all one but many. I found that short poem by Susie Kassam to really capture the essence of today's psychedelic spirit. There are so many ways to think of the concept of the oneness of everything. We are one beam of light fragmented into billions of subjective consciousness. Um, Aubrey Marcus talked about going on deep spirit quests with ayahuasca and feeling the polarization of consciousness in the form of heaven and hell but that beyond that polarization is pure love, the oneness of the entire universe. Duncan Trussell went on a comedy tour called the You Are God Tour. The concept that you are God or I am God, that's my favorite way to look at at the um, oneness of the universe, that we are all God. On its surface, it may sound insane, especially if you're like a firm believer in the biblical creation story. Clearly, you have no memory of creating the universe. You know, you're just God's servant. But to serve God is to serve yourself by living as happily and full a life as possible, to treat others as you would like to be treated. And um, I'm going to read something from the Bible. Uh, 1 Corinthians, or is it 1 Corinthians uh, 3.16. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you. And that to me is an idea that God's spirit living in us is that our spirit, our consciousness, is God. Every aspect of, of energy across the universe are all you know, fragments of, of the whole entire universe of God. The Bhagavad Gita explains oneness by stating that the most spiritually evolved souls see Krishna in everything and everything in Krishna that everything is Krishna's energy, 
that nothing can exist without him, that everything derives its attractiveness from him. And Krishna is, just imagine, like that's just basically their God, even though it's a little different than the monotheistic God of Christianity where basically Krishna is the eighth incarnation of the Hindu God, Vishnu, but none of that's relevant right now. The point is, is that they see um, this energy this, uh, as this going throughout everything. And um, so I've thought of different ways to explain this uh, we are God uh, thing that I'm trying to talk about in this week's Psychedelic Spirit. And one, one way was through artificial intelligence. Um, imagine it gets like artificial intelligence getting so smart with mathematical equations, it could figure out existence back to the Big Bang. And with the same equations, it could predict the future down to the exact second. You'll put your phone in your pocket and look up at the bartender to order your Heineken or whatever you do. The exact second you'll hang up the gas pump and drive into a fender bender or whatever. Uh, also, this super intelligence would know like, every memory you have and understand the subjective consciousness experience to the point that if it chose to, it could experience your reality anytime it wanted to, whilst simultaneously experiencing everyone else's reality. It would have basically, it would have become God or everything at once, the oneness. I could go into a little more depth about this um, science fiction way of looking at the, the oneness, but I've chosen a different way to go into this. Um, it's uh, more of a peace on drugs, psychedelic Sunday route. So, um, and, uh, you know, and, and not that the lines in sci-fi and psychedelia are not blurred, but uh, I just want to go straight into like DMT. Okay, so now if you've never smoked DMT, DMT is a, is a hallucinogenic compound that is found in ayahuasca. Um, and if you smoke it in its pure form, you take three hits of it, and you immediately are not in this reality. You are someplace else. Um, it's uh, the shamans of the rainforest say this is the, you know this is basically uh, this could be the afterlife that you're visiting, or the, it could be the the whole conscious experience that we all share that you go into. But it's a it's a living, breathing world that you go into, and it's very. It's extremely powerful. But um, today I'm just using the analogy of drugs, not necessarily DMT in particular. But if you've never smoked DMT or done something like ketamine, something that, you know, um, that sends you into another world, then you, know, you have to use your imagination a little. Because um, if you, you know, if you never smoked or snorted something that immediately brought you into another reality. You know, if you smoked pot, then you can use that as a starting point as in smoking something that slightly skews reality. But I need you to think in terms of full-blown release from your current um, incarnation. Imagine taking a super hit from a substance and then being launched into one of the most bizarre dreams you've ever had. So, okay, so um, we're gonna enter the land of fiction now. Um, this is a, like a fictional scenario that serves to illuminate the concept that we are all God or one universal consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. So let's say there's a new drug that I have, some exotic fruit from deep in the Amazon. I take the seeds and I crush them into a smokable powder and um, I pack it into my vape genie and I tell you that you're going to experience the life of something else in a matter of seconds. You put your lips on the glass stem I throw a torch over the bowl. As you inhale, the glass chamber fills with smoke or vapor. I remove the flame, pull out the top piece, 
and all the smoke clears straight into your lungs, and I tell you to hold it in. As you hold it in, reality begins to fade. Your memories and everything about this life fade into nothing, and you are born into this pod as larva. Everything is gooey. Though you no longer have a frame of reference, the goo is all you know. You're a honeybee. And soon you are flying with a swarm, following the scent of pollen in the breeze. Then from flower to flower, you feed on the nectar, returning periodically to the honeycomb, bringing pollen, dancing directions to the next group of bees, telling them where to get the pollen. In human time, this goes on for just over two weeks. Now, the actual experience for the sake of you're doing drugs, just sitting there, let's say it's only five minutes of your time, and a bee, bee's life is about two weeks. But to you, this experience of being a bee feels like a lifetime. Finally, you succumb to old age. Reality fades as you enter the unknown, death, only to wake back up into this reality. Oh my God, you say to me, how many years have gone by? And I say about 10 minutes. You cannot believe the experience. In this fictional scenario, you got to keep the memory of being a honeybee. The following week, you want to try it again. This time, you're, you, you, know, you smoke it, you inhale, and you're randomly born as a goofy, floppy-eared, golden retriever puppy. You're adopted by a sweet family and you learn the heartache of them leaving you every day for school and work, and you learn the joys of them returning. As you grow old, they adopt a new puppy, which you look after as if she were your own. Eventually, as it hurts to walk and as your eyes grow dim, you spend one last wonderful day with the family, and then you go to the vet. Only this time, there's an unusual sadness. The kids you watched grow up into young adults are crying and petting you. They leave the room, and the vet gives you a slight prick with a needle. Reality fades as you enter the unknown, death. Then, once again, you wake up into this reality. Okay, so now you, you get the concept. They're, we're saying there's a drug that you can smoke and experience the whole lifespan of something else in a matter of 10 minutes, right? Boom, you're like, wow, that, that happened in 10 minutes. Okay. So now imagine a drug three times stronger than that one. I give you one hit and your consciousness fragments into three separate realities, each living out the experience of separate things. You are simultaneously living out the existence from birth to death as a lightning bug, mimicking the mating call from a smaller species with your luminescent body to attract the male so you can eat him. Also, you're a horsefly, up until you bite the kid in the creek and his hand smacks the life out of you. And you are also experiencing life as a bullfrog, born in the water, swimming as a tadpole, growing legs, catching insects with your tongue. When all three of these lives have ended, you wake back up here into your human form, having experienced the entire lives of three beings and remember all, all of them as if they um, happened separately. They were all happening at the same time. Now we bring this fictional story to a close. What it means that God is everything and that we ourselves are God. 
Imagine taking a toke of something trillions of times stronger than that drug. You are simultaneously every living thing in the universe. Humans, aliens, stars, trees, insects. You were the insects the bullfrog was eating. You were the kid and the horsefly. You were the golden retriever and the grown children crying over your death. And you were also the vet putting you down. This is God. Only life never stops to where God sits up into some ultimate God reality. It just keeps going and going and going. The God experience. We are one subjective slice of God's trip. Now, according to this mental exercise, if you were to take what I'm saying seriously, how does thinking about the universe in this way help you? Well, for one, take comfort in the thought that you are an infinite life energy that will forever exist. But more importantly, let this mind exercise give context for what it means to treat others the way you would like to be treated. In the words of John Lennon, I am he, as you are he, as you are me, and we are all together. So this week, try and see the world through the eyes of God. If you see someone being a dick, understand they're caught up in the illusion of being mortal. Give them compassion. If you go to a restaurant and your server is slacking off and not very nice, maybe there's something going on. Maybe he's going through a breakup or she's going through drug withdrawals. Give them an extra fat tip. Draw a smiley face on their copy of the receipt. Let's try our best to treat the world with kindness. That's it for this week's Psychedelic Spirit. I love you all. I hope you have an amazing week, month, year, life. Peace out.